Good morning. We are um, in the area of Matthew 5 today for the Daily New Testament devotional. So the devotional shows, and um, what is today? Today's the 20th. Um, But the devotional shows that the chapter begins This chapter begins the longest of Jesus' teachings recorded in the Bible. The standard of righteousness being taught seems unattainable. In fact, Jesus says the people need to be more righteous than the Pharisees. The Pharisees were the people who tried to keep all the rules in the Old Testament, or at least look like they did. (laughs) That sounds familiar. Uh, I'm I'm talking about myself, not, not any of you guys. Um... There were 613 laws in the Old Testament, but they even but they even kept laws they made up themselves just to make sure they didn't accidentally break one of God's laws. To everyone but Jesus, they looked like the very good people. When Jesus said they had to be better than a Pharisee to enter God's kingdom, that would have been disheartening news. Jesus points out that sin can just be thinking something that's wrong and isn't limited to just doing wrong things. Sometimes people don't think they need Jesus. They think they are good enough on their own. Jesus makes it very clear that we cannot be good enough to enter his kingdom. We need his forgiveness. Matthew 5. All right. So this, this is a good one. This is the the uh, Sermon on the Mount. Um, so I'll go ahead and and read it for us because it's it's got a lot of good stuff. And you you should you should also reread this on the, on your own because we want to get this stuff written on the tablets of our heart. Now the peop- now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, because they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil things against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way, the persecuted or they per- persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world, a town built on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify 
your Father in heaven. And do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For I truly tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the the least stroke of a pen will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore, anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard it said that people long ago said you shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raka, is answerable to the court. And anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift at the altar and there you remember that your brother or your sister has something against you, leave it at the altar and in front of the altar, first go and reconcile to be with them, and then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is taking you to court. Do it while you are together and on the way, or your adversary may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will not go out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard it said, you shall not commit adultery, but I tell you, anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery in her heart, in, with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, Cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than your whole body to go to hell. It has been said anyone who divorces his wife must give a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for immorality makes her victim of adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. And again, you've heard that it said to the people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord your vows you have made. I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, because you can't even make your hair white or black. All you can simply say is yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You have heard it said that an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn them also your other cheek. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go a mile, go with them two miles. Give to them one who asks you, 
and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that they may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on evil and the good and sends the rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you're... And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Don't even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. (sighs) Wow. That was some pretty intense stuff right there, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you for living this out. And not only did you live this out and give it as an example for us to follow, but you give us the power to be able to do it because we really can't do any of this on our own. So I ask, Holy Spirit, that you help us to recognize these faults, to recognize when we are trying to do it on our own because sometimes that's really hard to see. I, I particularly struggle with being able to see when I'm trying to do something in my own strength or when I'm trying uh, to rest in your presence and, and let it be done in your strength. So I, I ask for this recognition that you, that you give us this wisdom and the discernment to know this and that when it does happen that, that we have the ability to repent of that sin that we are are committing at that time of not working in your strength, but working in our own strength, and um, accept your grace. So, uh, Father, I ask for your forgiveness for the the times today. Um that I have tried to do things of my own strength. And I accept your forgiveness and I accept your grace that you give Jesus and the power that you give through the Holy Spirit to be able to um, not follow these things, follow through with these things in, in my own strength, but do it in your strength because I'm, I'm yoking myself to you now, Jesus, because you said uh, to give you our yoke and to take on your yoke because your burden is light. And um, that is something that that I need to remember, and I know many of us need to remember too. Help us to remember to yoke ourselves to you each day and to accept your grace each day because that's truly the only way we're going to be able to get through the day and to follow through with all, all of these amazing um, teachings you gave us. Help us to not become the salt that loses its saltiness, but to continue to get saltier. Help us to not hide our lights, but to sh- have them shining so that 
it really does give light to everyone in the room. And even though that's difficult at times because that means the light is shining in the darkness and exposing the things hidden in the darkness, give us the courage and the wherewithal or the perseverance to be able to to stand and to continue in that process because that is that is your kingdom. Help us to not try to get out of doing your laws or trying to rationalize things, but to see it how it is and to be holy because you are holy and to keep our word even whenever it hurts, but to not go beyond our word, to not take oaths or to promise things that we have no ability to to do, but to to recognize what it is we are capable of and to recognize what it is you want us to do and let it just be a yes and a no because we are yoked to you and we know when we're supposed to give a yes and when we're supposed to give a no. Help us to be able to lay down our pride that whenever we see others are upset at us, even if it's something, uh, I mean, people have to do this all the time for me (laughs) where I, I uh, was the one that was in the wrong, but those people decided to humble themselves and come before me and, and, you know, ask for forgiveness when they didn't need to ask for forgiveness. I was the one that needed to ask for forgiveness, but because of their humility and because of their um, ability to show love in that manner, it softened the hard heart of pride that I had and allowed me to recognize my faults and to accept your your forgiveness that you give Jesus and um, and to be able to go stand before the altar and give and give our my sacrifices to you. Um, so thank you for those people who do it, who have done it for me. And I ask that I be able to do that for others and, and that all of us are able to do it, that we're filled with so much love for you that we don't care if the person has hit us or stolen something from us or uh, discrediting us. We don't, we don't care about any of that because it, it's not really harming us. It's, it's helping purify us to be closer to you. And if, if we truly do believe in the Matthew 6.33 that if we seek first your kingdom, all these other things will be added, then we'll be okay when those situations come because we know that everything is, will be taken care of. Um, all those other things will be added. So help us to help us to really believe that with our hearts, not just with our minds, and um, just to be filled with with your love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I ask all this in Jesus' wonderful name. Amen.